Send a letter to the pal bag. Send a letter to the pal bag. Send a letter to the pal bag, and you bag yourself a pal. Hello, everyone. This is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett. And this is my very good buddy, Brendan Boogie. And what do you know? It's another bonus episode where we dip right into the pal bag. The pal bag where we answer your questions about anything that you ask. You just go ahead and send us a question and we will answer it and we will dip into the pal bag. That's how it works. We are experts at everything. We're experts at everything. Abby, do you want to tell them how to... uh, how to contact us uh, via the pal bag? You want to tell us how to, how they get their letter in a, yeah. In a pal bag? Yeah, you go um, outside and grab some sticks, mm-hmm. um, preferably like some wet sticks, and then like yeah. light them on fire. And then with right. that smoke, right. we will be scanning the skies, and we will know <laughs> that you have a um, a question for us. Right, and then how do we get the question? We um, wait. That's the first step. It's a, like a seven step process. So then the second yes. step is. Um, we send a smoke signal back to say that we've right. received the initial query. <laughs> and then you guys can go ahead and um, get one of those carrier pigeons right. and write mm-hmm. the question. And then mm-hmm. once we get that, we will then send our own carrier pigeon to mm-hmm. to let you know that we have received your requested question. Right. Um, yeah. and, and then, I mean, there's other steps, but like, you know. That's it's, essentially it's pretty intuitive. how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty intuitive. Yeah. That's how we do it. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a carrier pigeon or if you live in like Northern California and don't want to set a fire and set the whole countryside ablaze, mm-hmm. you can email us at we're too old pod at Gmail. Or you could also uh, tag us at We're Too Old Pod on, you know, any of the social media, you know, your Twitters, your Instagrams, your Facebooks, that kind of thing. Sure. So they could do that as well. I mean, obviously we prefer the smoke signals slash carrier pigeon. I mean, it's a little bit more effective, but yeah. Right. But it is. It's a li- it's definitely more effective. Yes. Um, but you also can email us at we're too old pod. So why don't you go ahead and dip into the old pal bag there, Abby? Why don't you read the first uh, letter? I sure will. Dear Abby, I assume you are good at advice because your name is Abby. My otherwise wonderful husband has a terrible habit of leaving plates on the living room ottoman where I always have to pick them up. I've tried gentle reminders, guilt, begging, nothing seems to work. Next, I'm thinking of burning down the house, although that might be a little extreme. That might be. Might be. Yeah. Uh, any advice? Brendan can chime in too, I guess. Sincerely, oh, thank you so much. frustrated in Framingham. So before we get into the question, you know, because dear Abby, do people assume that you are good at advice because your name is Abby? Um, yeah, maybe. I think so. People ask me stuff. Because folks, are you in for a rude oh, awakening? It's Oh, I give advice. I just oh, give yeah, bad advice. Do. Right, it's exactly. That's how, that's one of my favorite things to do because uh, as as you know, or any longtime listener know, I used to work in mental health. So in my free time, I used to like to give bad advice. Just yes. like on, when I was off the clock, I used to say, I don't know, man, just be a dick until she breaks up with you. You know, <laughs> like mean- just bad advice. Is that bad advice? I In my know. free time. Yes, yes, it's, oh, it, it is, is bad okay. advice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what do you think, uh, p- to frustrate in Framingham, what, what do you think that uh, this person should do about the old not picking up the plates problem? I think probably, um, you know that scene in Superman where he like turns back time by spinning the planet really mm-hmm. fast? I'm familiar, yes. I think this person- The science holds up on that one, by It the does. Way. This person yeah. should do that 
and then go back to the day that they were going to get married and not marry this yes. person. Oh, wow. You think it's it's an absolute deal breaker relationship. Not only they should use time travel yes. to no longer uh, no longer marry this person. Yes. Now, it's, it's, it's a practical piece of advice. I mean, you're Super leaving helpful. Like, plates on. It's not like they're in the kitchen sink. They're on the furniture. So you think that's worthy of a divorce yes. is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. I stand See, by See, I, I, I disagree. I, I think that, I think you get at a certain point where when you live with somebody, you just have to accept that they are who they are. Let, you know, it's said in the letter that the husband was otherwise wonderful. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to someone who just has a habit of leaving, but let's assume it's not malicious. Let's just assume this person has a blind spot when it comes to sort of cleanliness or or it didn't even say that they're otherwise uncleanly. They just have this habit. And I think if we just accept that, hey, people have these annoying habits and we just got to move on, then I think we'll just be a lot happier. I think just just absolute acceptance of yeah, each other. You know is- what? This person said you could chime in, but it was kind of the, the underlying was like, but I prefer you didn't. Okay. <laughs> so nobody really needs your like peace and love, hippie bullshit. <laughs> this person, this husband is inconsiderate. Yeah. He's going to have roaches in the house because there are dirty plates everywhere. Come on. No, because because then Frustrated and Framingham prevents that. They're a good team. Yeah, because they this person One has to clean up after. Out. What? It's teamwork. One person leaves the plate out, the other yeah. one puts it away. It's it's good teamwork. Yeah, that's great teamwork. You're fired. So you Damn it. I knew I was gonna get fired. Yeah. Buddies and stuff. Dear Abby and Brendan, I have been listening to your show to fall asleep. I had a lot of bickering siblings growing up, so I find your witty back and forth soothing. (laughs) What do you think the weirdest thing someone is doing to this podcast right now? Signed, Allison. So right now, so well, do you think we bick? Do you think we bicker? I think we literally just bickered. No, no, that wasn't bickering. That was a a compassionate and caring exchange of ideas. Like, who are you today? I'm having problems today. Yes. Um, so yeah, the, the funny thing about this medium of the podcast is that people take it with them in very sort of intimate places. If they're on a long drive by themselves where we could be with them, mm-hmm. uh, we could be with them when they exercise, you know, in their earbuds. Uh, what do you think is the weirdest thing that someone's doing right now to this podcast? I mean, the elephant in the room is somebody's having sex to this podcast. Someone's having sex to this podcast. And how do you think that that is going for them right now? Now, these bonus episodes are much shorter than, yes. than the longer episodes. So, again, depending on how your stamina is, maybe you're, maybe you're a bonus episode person. Maybe you're, you're a, yeah, maybe a you're full episode. Yeah, maybe you're one of those hour long. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think people are doing it to the podcast, but it's more in that, like, they listen so that they don't like achieve their goal too fast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you're saying our voice is the opposite of erotic. It's like the anti-boner. And that it's like the anti-boner yes. and it's helping them maintain, helping them last. Yes. It's like helping them last. Yeah. I had, can I tell you a really personal story about that? Sure. <laughs> So one time as a joke, I, w- I was uh, just w- with an ex of mine. Uh, I was joking about how Peyton Manning, the football player. Yeah. Like if I just think of him, I, I, I don't come. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because he's just this goober. 
And then one time as a joke, as I was ejaculating, she whispered Peyton Manning into my ear. <laughs> That's awesome. And it was the most bizarre feeling in the world Cause... to be. Did you like, feel like all of a sudden your feelings for him changed? It, no, it didn't. No, it was it was my feelings about orgasms changed. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, okay. like is like is this is this is this worth it? Is this? <laughs> it's just a really bizarre thing, like to be just in the moment of climax, think about something completely, completely weird and yeah. different. I mean, I think I think that at the end of the day, you look at Peyton Manning a little differently. I think I probably look at him a little yeah. differently now, and I remember that moment. I remember that moment. I think people could be having sex with this podcast. I also think, what if what if they're like doing their taxes or something, and they're counting something, and we just go, 25, 34, <laughs> 11, 72, 17. 11, 17, blah, blah, blah. You can't concentrate. You can't concentrate. <laughs> I mean, I think we want people to listen, and we don't want to do mean things like fuck with them while they're doing their taxes although you know what if you're doing your taxes while listening to us you know what do you do you think we should help the people that are having sex to our podcast what do you think we should say right now to help them i think we should say um you're doing a good job buddy supportive Um, things yep you um don't need to worry about that weird rash um no one can see it you um just that weird rash on your undercarriage yes exactly and just leave the money on the dresser it's fine just leave the money on the dresser. Yeah. The Abby Barrett story. <laughs> that would be a great TV movie. <laughs> Bud plugs. It's Bud Plugs, where Abby and I plug our shit. The Sympathy Card, a movie I wrote and directed, is now available on demand. You can check it out at thesympathycard.com and watch it at your leisure. Speaking of movies, I've got a new movie I'm making called Tallywhacker. We are crowdfunding right now. You can check out the story behind Tallywhacker at seedandspark.com slash fund slash Tallywhacker or go to Tallywhacker Movie or follow me at Brendan Boogie. All the links will be up there. It's a new movie and we need your help to make it. So please give us a few bucks or spread the word. And this has been Bud Plugs. Look at my bodacious buddy. Dear Abby and Brendan, you've talked a lot about murder, she wrote. Why are there we have have, because it's a great show. Why are there so many goddamn murders in a small town like Cabot Cove? To me, there's only one possible reason. Aliens. Signed by Harry. Right. Well, I mean, I think, first of all, you're a I think it's fair to say you are a murder she wrote super fan. Sure. Fair. How many times have you seen all of the episodes of Murder, She Wrote, do you think? Estimated. I would say, like, probably, th- I think I've gone through this series, like, three times. Three times. And it's it was on for 12 seasons. Yeah, it's a lot. So, like, you're talking about, like, 12 seasons times 22 episodes per season, because that's what they used to do in those days. So I can't do math, but that's I a lot either. of Jessica Fletcher. That is a lot it of is. Jessica Fletcher. Uh, it's well over 200 episodes. Yeah. What is it about Murder, She Wrote, you think, that draws you so much to it? Um, I think that it's sort of, I'm sort of fascinated by the, the sort of backstory of her being like a woman in her late 50s, early 60s, who was able to dominate TV back then, which was like, you know, oh, you're going to be like okay. hot and young. And, you know, and she was basically like, no, we're going to do a show. I'm going to be the star. And I'm going to get all my like old theater friends to right. like cash their checks by being on this sh- like it was definitely a money grab for her and I think she helps like 
other theater actors make some money off the show. Interesting. So you like it as far as the empowerment of um, Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Well, that's what brings me to the show. And then I think the show itself, it's not, it's not a great show, but it's not good, but there's something so goddamn watchable about it. You know, when I, I had COVID as most everybody did. Yeah. um, And I was like, you know what I'm watching during COVID? I'm watching murder. She wrote. And I, and it's just like, there's just something about it that is so appealing. And it's also really fun to see all the young stars that are in it. You yep. see like a young Megan Mullally in it. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Courtney Cox. Yeah. Bill Maher was in an episode <laughs> yeah. the other day. That was terrifying. Yeah. And Abby, I will text Abby, uh, oh my God, B- Bill Maher's in this episode. And she'll text me back like, yeah, check out his hair. Like, you don't have to look it up. Oh, you, no, yeah. You know I absolutely it's know so what's happening. Well, exactly what's happening. I think there's like the anti-anxiety. It's like the most least the most least anxious show to watch. Like, you know, it's going to end. something about it. Yeah. Yeah. You, Jessica is going to solve it. It is the now, ginger but- ale when you're sick. Right. It's the ginger ale of shows. Mm -hmm. Now, I think I I like how Harry said didn't do this ridiculous. She's really a serial killer. Yeah, that's like a common. It's a common joke that people make because there's so many murders in in this small town. And oh, she must be a serial killer. But it falls apart. You know why? Why? The confessions. Yeah, why do they always confess? They always confess. Every time they confess. She, she doesn't even have anything on them. Like none of it would ever hold up in a court of law. No, no. She's like she's like, Well, I remember that you said <laughs> yeah. that the apple was red or whatever. <laughs> yep, and they're like, Up, oh, you got me. They're like, You got me. Or when all they have to do is just go, Yeah, no, I didn't say that. Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck that. you're talking about. So what do you think so, it is? What do you think? Well, I think I'm, you know, again, for, for the data miners out there, I was born in Maine, so I'm familiar with Maine, and we really do murder each other at that rate. You think, I mean, okay. I think, yeah, it is not, um, it's not a, uh, it's not an exaggeration. It, it re- it's, re- it's really true to reality that Maine, small towns in Maine are where most people go to get murdered. So, yeah, if that's you, true. you know, they, they call it murder land. It used to be called vacation land. You know, if you're in New England, they go, oh, Maine, you go on vacation. No, you go up there, you murder people, yeah. you get murdered. You get, it's, yeah. it's, it's kill or get killed in Maine. It's, yeah, it's, um, it's a violent place. <laughs> it's just so violent. Yeah. And I think it's really true to life. Yes. Okay. So how come they how they've done a reboot of everything? Why do you think they haven't done a reboot of Murder She Wrote yet? I they actually have done a reboot of Murder She Wrote. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was the star. You starred in the reboot of Murder She Wrote? Yeah. I can't believe you don't even know that. Well, I mean, it's a it's great cat. I mean, you know a lot about the show. Yeah. It's perfect casting. Um wow, no, I've never heard about this. Yeah. I actually have a clip if you want to watch it. You have a clip of the of the murder she wrote uh, reboot starring yeah. you as Jessica. Me as Jessica. Great. Let's let's listen to it. All right. Let's roll it. Well, Jessica, looks like this murder is wrapped up. Turns out it was the race car driver. That's what you say, Amos. But I remembered something you said in your sleep last night. You were watching me sleep. You said I sure love killing rich old ladies and blaming it on random race car drivers. Well, uh, that was just a dream. It's not proof of anything. True. But that doesn't explain that your DNA was found all over the victim. And I mean all over. DNA? This is murder, she wrote. Since when do we use DNA evidence? None of it made sense. At first. So I dug into your background. It turns out you are not actually a main sheriff named Amos, but a podcaster 
named Brendan Boogie. Abby, what are you doing? And Brendan Boogie is wanted in Florida, California, and Paris for murdering people and posing them as his family to ride the Splash Mountain roller coaster. What am I supposed to do? Ride it alone? That would be pathetic. They take a picture. I mean, that, that wasn't a confession. <laughs> that doesn't count as a confession, does it? I'm afraid the jig is up. And as they drag you away, I'm going to watch and shake my head in a sad, judgmental manner. No, no, come on, no, get your hands off me. No, I'll get you for yourself. Hey, buddies, if you've got a question, comment, or concern for the old pal bag, go ahead and send us an email at we'retooldpod at gmail.com. Or you could communicate us through any sort of social media type thing, like our Twitter is We're Too Old Pod, and our Instagram is the same, or you could get us on Facebook. But just reach out, and we'll answer your questions. Also, if you like the show, please follow us and tell a friend, because we want to do a second season, and we hope you want us to do a second season as well. So go ahead and follow us and tell a friend, and we love you. We love you. I'm saying we love you.